Welcome back to Blazing Trails. I'm your host, Michael Revo from Salesforce Studios. Today's episode is all about the state of service. We just launched our latest state of service report, and here to talk about it is Clara Shai. She is the Service Cloud CEO here at Salesforce, and Brian Solis, VP and Global Innovation Evangelist. Welcome both of you to the show. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so let's get into some details about the report. Clara, can you tell me a little bit about the service report as a whole and why it's important? Yeah, I mean, our customers come to Salesforce, not just because of our leading edge technology, but because they know that they're joining a customer success ecosystem. And that's something that you know we, we talk about all the time. Brian and I talk, our team talks about how we can enable that. And what we realized five years ago was that we work with tens of thousands of the most forward-leading companies around the world on their customer service. And really from digital self-service to the contact center to field service operations. And so we thought, well, what better way than to tap into the to the knowledge and the wisdom from across our huge customer ecosystem to tease apart what the trends are and understand the best practices. And so this is our fifth year doing it. And we talked to thousands of our customers uh, between May and June of this year of 2022. So it's all very recent, relevant data that we have to work with. Mm-hmm. You know, and Brian, there's a through line in the report about connection being at the heart of service. And it's an interesting way to look at it. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, the connection thread is 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 really important because I think it sort of changes the role that customer service needs to play within the organization. And right? I think uh, the last time we talked, we, we sort of talked about the... Uh, you know, the irony of customer service uh, and then looking at sort of the role being the Achilles heel within the organization. And that connection, what we're talking about is that service should play an additive role into the customer's experience so that agents have access to information, historical information, real-time data that connects the dots between, say, marketing or sales. And that way, the agent has the best possible chance to serve the customer in the way that leaves them satisfied and and even delighted. So that's the idea of the connection. And we've never seen a better time than now to actually connect those dots. And talk to me about some of the key trends that, that you're seeing out of the report. Um, across all of these different 8,000 respondents? I think the biggest trend for me was just seeing how much automation has shot up as a priority. I think for a lot of the reasons that we just talked about earlier, um, 58% of our customers now are using some sort of automation. Now, a lot of them, this could mean just a foray into automation, setting up their first chatbot or setting up their, their first workflow, right? Could be one of our out-of-the-box, you know, pre-built industry workflows while others are much more sophisticated and much more mature in their automation journey. Uh, But the other really surprising thing of this is if 58% are using automation, it means that 42% aren't. And so Mm -hmm. to me, this represents a huge opportunity for companies of all sizes around the world, all industries, to really tap into this, this value unlock, again, at a time when we all feel so much pressure to deliver more uh, with less. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, another trend that I noticed in the report is around digital engagement and how it's increasingly becoming the norm. 57% of customers prefer to engage companies through digital channels. 59% of customers prefer self-service tools for simple questions. 
Uh, Brian, can you tell me a little bit about this trend and what you're seeing? Yeah, if I could just build on on something that Clara said, it's an important moment for automation. Uh, and I think that any executive listening or watching has to ask themselves, what's, what is the role that automation can play within the organization besides just saving money uh, mm-hmm. and saving time? Those are very important things. And we've learned in the report, those are right up there at the top of the benefits that they're seeing. The other thing, though, is to, to look at you know, what processes, what routines can we automate? And then how can we translate that into allowing agents or empowering agents to spend more time with customers in the in in the moments that matter, uh, that we mm-hmm. can enable them to be more creative uh, with the engagements that they have, with the intention of helping customers feel like they were served. And mm-hmm. there's two points out of the report, and, and I promise I'll answer your question. Uh, <laughs> that, that really <laughs> this is great. This is that really stuck with me. One was that I think it was 48 percent of customers would leave uh, a brand uh, to switch for better customer service. And in our state of the connected customer report, we learned that last year, 71% of customers switched brands. And the other Mm -hmm. point from the state of service that's important is that 94% say that good customer service makes them more likely to make another purchase. And in these times, the great resignation isn't just about employees. It's also about customers, that they're willing to quit you. Uh, So service using tools like automation can actually help you not only update dated processes, but also create the new types of processes that customers are learning to expect. You know, in coming to this conversation, I was thinking about how we blend empathy and and the interaction that you can get in a call center environment when you can talk to somebody with these tools. Consumers want that all of us want, but I think sometimes we're still reticent to feel like, oh, can I really get my problem solved this way? So how do we see meeting that challenge, bringing that together where the tools are smart enough and the empathy is built into the process and we can really take advantage of these digital channels that people want to use? That was one of the biggest insights that I learned just looking at the, the state of service report and understanding the insights is the first step is really to bring together all of these disparate tools and technologies into one. Yeah. And this is something that that my team has really taken to heart and, and why we've we've grown organically and made the acquisitions that we have is because so many of our customers told us that they were operating hundreds, even in some cases, thousands of different tools that they were trying to stitch together for their service agent. And just imagine mm-hmm. being that agent trying to swivel and understand all of these different systems and what that that's like on the other end for the customer who's waiting and waiting and being right. transferred from one person to the other each time having to repeat their information. And so I think the first step is really having a complete platform to have that end-to-end experience that you can even understand, right? Before you optimize each one, each step, just to be able to have visibility into the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I mean, that's really a digital transformation in service right now. I, I mean, Clara, can you talk a little bit about what that looks like if I'm a company trying to look at the stack and what what that's going to look like? How should I think about that roadmap? Yeah. So, I mean, this is what we do all day long. I was just uh, with one of our customers, one of the largest insurance companies in the world, mm-hmm. and they're in a you know, year, not even at the end of year one with us. And already they've seen they've saved a billion dollars and wow. they've seen their customer satisfaction scores go up 
And the way that they did this was, as I was saying, they looked at all of these technologies. It was technology proliferation. And they said, look, this doesn't make sense for us to be integrating and stitching together all of these different tools. So they they streamlined that onto Service Cloud. And mm-hmm. it was chatbots, it was telephony, it was messaging, it was web and mobile chat, as well as third-party channels, it was email, self-service portal, all of those pieces they brought together. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing that happened was for the first time, they saw end-to-end really what their customers were experiencing. They're able to measure it. They're able to train agents on it. Um, The second thing that happened was they got really positive feedback from their agents and their agents stopped attriting as much because they they felt they could be more productive during their workday. Instead of having to navigate so many different systems every single time they were on the phone with a customer, they're able to really see everything in one place and have that context and the Einstein um, intelligence, you know, assisting them at every step, even new agents and especially new agents so Mm -hmm. that they can know exactly what to say, what to do next and really learn on the job. And the third thing that we've, we've been doing, and this is an ongoing opportunity is to really analyze why customers are calling in and recognizing both opportunities to drive automation and self-service, right? You, you mentioned the, the, the password reset earlier. A lot of people don't want to call in to reset their password or to update their mailing address. Right. And so as, as we've been able to, to analyze those service cloud voice transcripts and identify that as, as top reasons, we're able to help guide the company to create with just a few clicks those business processes that customers do want to just be able to self-service and then also separately identify which are the processes, which are the questions that are more complex or more emotional, where you really do want a human being who's empathetic talking to the customer. Mm-hmm. And how do you guide them and coach them in the moment, each one to, to behave like your very best agent in your whole contact center? Can you talk a little bit more about how companies can improve the turnover rate. I think it's almost 20%. We've seen uh, turnover in service jobs. So what, what, what does that look like in terms of how companies can improve there? So it's really employee engagement, employee satisfaction is highly linked to customer experience and customer satisfaction. Mm -hmm. And so what's the way out of this? I think it's, it's, again, it's really offloading the basic tasks that customers want to self-service on and that agents, frankly, don't feel like they're adding much value when they, they help a customer do some of these things, offloading those to self-service and to bot channels. And then for everything else, being able to use intelligence to guide agents step-by-step step in some cases, because there can be very complex workflows. You just imagine a, a mortgage support agent helping walk someone through a complex loan application. Um, and, and just being able to guide someone who who might be just a few days or a few weeks on the job to really get it done and without transferring that customer. And we can do that now because of AI, because of all of these investments that we've made and how far the technologies have come. Okay. Well, I would love to hear about some real world examples where companies are doing this really well. Um, Clara, I know you have some examples with some of our customers. Can you can you walk me through some of those? Sure. Um, so L'Oreal is is a great example. You know, they're a global skincare and cosmetics company, a real powerhouse. 
and you know they're they're growing and so they get a lot of customer calls come in for all kinds of reasons product questions e-commerce etc and what they found was that just like we've been talking about a lot of these questions customers would actually just like to be able to figure out on their own and so for us to help give them in the analytics to do that um, with us they set up their first set of, of bots so that mm-hmm. customers can interact with the bots and the bots are very on brand. And so that's kind of fun to, to engage with the bot and ask questions about particular lipstick or um, anti-aging wrinkle cream and be able to have those questions answered. And then for their agents, they they stood up service console. And for the first time, L'Oreal support agents now have one place to go when someone calls in with a question, they don't have to toggle through dozens of screens. They just go to the service cloud console. They're able to see a 360 degree view of that customer, all of their prior purchase history, their questions in the past, uh, what kind of person, what kind of what kinds of products this person is likely to be interested in, and really be be able to invest in providing high empathy service that's personalized to that particular customer. You know, and Brian, I know you're talking to customers all the time and about innovation and growth. And what what are you hearing out there? I mean, I know economic conditions are changing the way uh, customers may be thinking right now. What are you hearing in the, in this space? Well, I, maybe an easier question is what am I not hearing? It's, uh, <laughs> it, it's all over the map. And hey, that's a great thing. I, you know, what that says is that companies are really starting to think about how they can do better or be better uh, with, yeah. with these, um, these interesting times uh, that we're living in. Uh, one yeah. of the things that I'm, I'm seeing, and it's really, it's really uh, motivating, is that companies are exploring ways to use technology to be, to I guess the, the right way to put it is to improve the relationships that they have with their customers through better experiences. So I'll, I'll give you some examples. Earlier, uh, I realized I didn't answer your question, so this is actually a perfect time to do it, uh, <laughs> which was <laughs> digital channels. The investment in digital channels uh, is a, a company's attempt to reach people where their attention is focused or in ways that they like to engage in their everyday life. You know, so for example, I think we saw a 47% increase in the last year alone in the adoption of video channels. We saw the jump from the customer side that 57% prefer digital engagement. And when we bring up Claire's point too about the great resignation, agents also feel like they are ambassadors to that business. And if they're empowered to do a better job, whether that's through technology or whether that's through creativity, mm-hmm. you allow for what I'm seeing in, as a trend, uh, digital empathy, which is this idea that we could use technology to deliver more meaningful experiences, whether that's person to person or that's a customer using self-service channels, communities, uh, or, or digital-first uh, engagement uh, channels. Mm-hmm. So that, that allows for the relationship to flourish. And, I, and I'm seeing this as this opportunity where people are now starting to ask more about the types of human experiences that they can deliver. In our State of the Connected Customer Report, I think it was number four, that customers said that they want to have a more emotional relationship with the businesses that they they engage with the most. So I think what we're setting the stages or what I hope to see more of is this using digital to actually cultivate relationships. There's a lot of opportunity there to bring more of the 
humanity to those relationships across those digital channels and lots of opportunity for companies to get better at that. And it, you know, it leads to my last question that I wanted to ask, which is, you know, for both of you, what is the key advice that you would give companies right now as they build and continue to refine their service practice? What's your main takeaway based on this, the learnings in this report? And Brian, why don't you kick it off? Oh boy. Okay. Well, uh, I was reading uh, an article yesterday and as I was preparing for our conversation and it was an interview with Johnny Ive and he said that the best word of advice and he said word of advice that Steve Jobs ever gave him was to care. And that's that's what I'm seeing, I think, in this, uh, not only in the state of service report, but also in, in my work with our customers, is that you know, there is this balance between speed and quality that agents are wrestling with right now. And mm-hmm. I think if there's this empowerment, in addition to technology, to allow for businesses to show that they care for customers, that's going to deliver so much more than service. It's going to deliver better employee experiences. It's going to deliver better customer experiences. And I think it's really going to cultivate the types of relationships that lead to uh, loyalty in a time where I don't think anybody really can afford uh, to lose customers. So hopefully hopefully that uh, that that helps. My biggest advice, uh, it's hard It's hard to, to compete with care, but I'll, I'll try to find something different. <laughs> My biggest one would be to simplify. I mean, that's just, I hear so from so many customers that right now the customer experience is just so complex. And so how do we simplify things for our agents and our field techs? How do we simplify things for our customers? Now it's not simple to simplify, so I don't want to shortchange how much work that has to go in, but I think what's most effective, what I've seen been most effective is to really view this as a transformation moment. It's an opportunity not just to deploy technology for the sake of technology and what's shiny and new, but to really rethink how we want to work and how we want to care about our customers. And then but once you know what the North Star is, then there are plenty of quick wins that we can go after, right? And, and to unlock that value in days and weeks, not in, in months and years, whether it's setting up a chatbot or exposing a new process through a chatbot could be as simple as that and it could drive tremendous ROI. Yeah, absolutely. Well, simplify and care. I think uh, those are both really solid pieces of advice. Um, So Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Uh, Pleasure as always. Yes. And Clara, thank you for being here. Thank you. It's great to, to be with you. To learn more about our state of service report, you'll find it on the Resource Center at salesforce.com. And if you want to hear more trailblazing interviews, be sure to subscribe to Blazing Trails wherever you get your podcast. And now you can subscribe to us right here on this YouTube channel. So leave a comment. We want to hear from you. I'm Michael Revo. Until next time. <laughs>